Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am grateful for ice cream and cookies. As of this recording, I am 172 days sober, and today I'm going to answer a question I've been wondering since starting my sobriety, which is why am I craving sugars so much? Since getting sober, I've definitely had more sugar cravings than I've ever had before in my life, especially in the afternoon and evenings. And I'm not oblivious enough that I don't realize that that is typically when I would drink the heaviest as well. Now, I didn't put much thought into it my first few months of sobriety because I do realize that having a cookie or some ice cream is better than having a drink. So I've allowed it since getting sober. I also took HALT very seriously. That's the acronym that reminds you to avoid feeling hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. Definitely chose to avoid feeling hungry by having snacks to help fight the urges to drink. But why the cravings for sugar specifically is something I've been wondering. While some drinks that I would drink in my alcoholism did have a high sugar content, the majority of them were sugar-free. I'd have things like vodka with Sprite Zero or whiskey with Coke Zero, but it was always like zero sugar. And I thought that that meant the same way that the vodka has no calories, apparently, that I didn't understand why I was looking to replace it with sugars. And in doing research for this episode, I realized or remembered, because I'm sure I've heard it once before, but alcohol in any form is converted to pure sugar, basically, in the bloodstream. And so even though I wasn't drinking things with a high sugar content, the alcohol was being converted into sugars as my body digested it in the bloodstream. So that is definitely one reason why I can see that it's very common for the addiction of alcohol to be replaced by cravings of sugars. Another theory is dopamine. Both drinking alcohol and eating sugars releases dopamine in our brains, which is a neurotransmitter that plays a role in how we feel pleasure, getting more into it. To get more into it, I consulted Dr. Internet, and WebMD explains that dopamine is a big part of our unique human ability to think and plan. It helps us strive, focus, and find things interesting. Addictions like alcoholism cause our thresholds of dopamine to increase meaning we need more of it to function, and when we stop drinking, our bodies crave it in other ways, like sugars. Now, another possibility is the transfer addiction, which sounds self-explanatory. That is simply that when you stop one addiction, that you can transfer it to another. It's why sometimes people will go from alcohol to drugs or drugs to alcohol, and sugars can be included in with that. If your dopamine levels are lower than you're used to and you find having sugar fix that issue, your body will naturally begin to crave sugar the way that it craved alcohol. Now, I did some 
research into at one point I was worried that I would need to join OA or Overeaters Anonymous. And I did use their quiz and I only had one of the five questions answered yes. Although if you find yourself overeating, especially with sugars, it is something that you might want to look into. And talking about things you might want to look into, it is also possible that you have low blood sugar which is oftentimes a result caused by heavy drinking. Some people just naturally have low blood sugar, but when you are drinking, you, the liver is in charge of releasing glycogen in your blood, but alcohol stops this from happening, causing your blood sugars to drop. When your blood sugar is low, it's only natural to crave sweets to level it out. So if you are worried about blood sugar levels, you should also definitely get those checked out. That could be related to the drinking that you had done. Now that you are getting sober, you are starting to take care of your body a little bit better. Now, assuming that it's not your blood sugar levels, and as long as you don't make it a new addiction that will interfere with your life, the biggest takeaway that I've gotten from all of my research into it is not to worry about it. I mean, first of all, you are not alone. The majority of alcoholics go through a similar phase when getting sober. Chrissy Teigen went on a very public journey of self-discovery for healthier ways to fight her sugar cravings when she cut alcohol from her life. It is something that many sober people that are living out and loud and proud will tell you that, especially during those first few months, that sugars played a big part of their sobriety. And many of us keep those habits to this day. And if you're concerned about the increased sugar intake, you can always just try to exercise more often. I know that living in Florida, I'm getting to the time of year where it's a little bit cooler. And so I definitely am trying to take my dog Remy on more walks throughout the neighborhood so that I don't feel as guilty when I have that extra cookie or when I have ice cream at night after dinner as a dessert before bed. I was never really a dessert person before, but I have the cravings now. But if I try and walk it off, so to speak, you know, I don't have to worry about it affecting my body as negatively as if I was just being a couch potato like I was when I was in my active addictions with drinking and smoking pot. And just be proud of the progress that you're making. I mean, you're sober. And as I started off the episode with saying, you know, having a cookie, having some ice cream, having your, the sugars of your choice is a million times better than what it was like before when we were drinking or when we were using drugs. Those things, you know, to, to drink is to die for many of us. It is for me personally, and I won't die from having a cookie. And so give yourself a little slack. Be proud of the progress that you're making, knowing that you're not alone and knowing that it is just a phase that the cravings might be as intense as they are. It will level out. Just be cognizant if you're worried about its effects on your body so that you can make sure that you are living your healthiest, truest life. So... Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure you rate and review if you found this information helpful. We'd also love to hear your feedback on what your sugar cravings have been like and how you might have been able to fight them. Perhaps we'll add a follow-up episode with some listener feedback and advice and stories. You can do that by emailing me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. You can also just say hi or let us know what you're doing to stay sober today. And make sure you follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday. Until that time, stay sober, friends.